What's happening, people? Welcome to another episode of Giants Rush. And this week is, I mean, you got to be able to feel right now what's going on. It is football. Seven days away. Ready to launch this thing. Um, Everybody's got to be pretty excited. We're going to bring in Chris here in a moment when he jumps back on. Uh, We're going to preview Dallas Cowboys. I mean, oh, the Giants start off with a Sunday and a Monday night game back-to-back. It is going to be um, uh, an absolute crazy 12 days of Giants madness. So we're going to uh, definitely um, have a good show for you. We're going to break down what we see. Here's Chris. Bang. There you are, Chris. I thought I lost you. Yeah. For a second. Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. All right. So Chris is here. All right, Chris. Everybody is jacked to talk Giants football. The season's here, dude. Like, yeah, I can, you, you look way too calm. <laughs> can you hear? You can hear me, right? Yeah, I hear you fine. Oh, all right. There was a problem with the mic, but before, um, yeah, we're a week away. Like, where did everything go? Right? I feel like we just got the training camp uh, a few weeks ago, and we're already here. I mean, wow, we're going into Tuesday tomorrow. We're getting close. We're yeah. getting close. Yeah, and like. You know, I don't know, like, it's when it's warm out, like, I'm never ready, quite ready for football. Um, we start off with a Sunday night game and a Monday night game. Like, it's, you know, for home games, like, it's it's like it's going to be, like, a crazy few weeks of Giants football. Um, and, and I got to tell you, like, this is the first time I felt this good in a long time. Am I crazy for saying that? No, I, I think I think many Giant fans, all of us, feel the same same way. When you look at the depth of this team, we haven't had depth on this roster in years. And I mean, you can go, you know, three deep on each position and feel confident that you're bringing a guy in off the bench that's can, that can do the job and hold it down. So I think I think the depth on this team is just just a world of a difference from a couple of years ago. Yeah, and listen, just so you know, folks. I am on my second laptop and still having technical difficulties. I have no idea why. So there's a little bit of a delay. I apologize. I see you guys loading in the room. Uh, what's up, Joe? What's happening? I see you guys. So it seems to be a little bit of a lag. Um, my original laptop died. So I'm on like two backup laptops. So um, if it's a little bit of a lag or anything like that, I apologize. We're here. Just bear with us. Um, and again, I see you guys piling the room. So hello to everybody. Um, all right, Chris, um, let's preview this game. Let's kind of get into what we expect, you know, what, what the difference is from last year to this year. And look, this is a different giant team. Like last year was almost like a lump of clay, like new head coach, new GM, right? Um, we weren't really sure what we were going to get, you know, last year, right? Um, and now we got a full year of Dable, a full year of, of, of Jones in the system, right? A full year of Shane. So now they've got, they're very laser focused. And if you've noticed, Chris, I think that timeline has sped up, you know, like where we thought we were three years away feels like, I don't know, feels pretty good that it could be this year, next year. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And I think like you just mentioned with, with Kafka coming back, I mean, now you have Jones and, and uh, the offense in the same system. And that's all you heard from training camp was that Jones to the confidence is oozing just the um, he's even got more of a zip on his on his passes. And I just think, you know, putting that, um, you know, the uh, he didn't get the tag and he wasn't franchised last year. Um, I think putting that all behind him. Uh, 
was probably uh, a, a benefit for him, and he could just go out and play ball now and not have to worry about any of that stuff. And just confidence, you know, bringing in the receivers. There's no uh, no excuses this year other than maybe a little bit on the offensive line, as usual, here and there. But in terms of weapons, I think we have weapons. All right. I'm going to dig into some stats for you, and then let's talk about positions, all right? In 2022, um Cowboys offense, okay, overall Cowboys offense was ranked 11th in the NFL. Overall Giants offense in 2022 ranked number 19th in in the league. So, well, the Giants aren't too far behind, right? Didn't have a lot of weapons. You know, we were relying on Richie James and and Slayton, right? Um, So that, that one doesn't jump out too much. But let's break it down to the next level, right? Rushing offense, okay? This is something I think the Giants can let say hang their hats on. Um, and, and again, if you're jumping, if you're you've joined us late, thanks for watching another episode of Giants Rush, where we talk Giants football 52 weeks of the year. We're breaking down Giants Cowboys this week, and, and we're kind of digging into a little bit of um rankings. The Giants ranked number four in the NFL, uh, Chris, last year, number four rushing team in the NFL, only behind Chicago, the Ravens, and the Falcons. Um, and the Cowboys ranked eight. So let's let's start right there, right? Because Barkley, we know Barkley is the spark for the Giants. How does the Giants' rushing attack this year stack up against that Cowboys' front line? Um, they've always been stout, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I look at the the um, against the rush, they were twentieth last year against the rush. Not great. Not. Mm-hmm. but not great. Right. How do the Giants stack up against that that D-line? Well, you see the Cowboys added Mozzie Smith, right? The first-round pick from Michigan, I think he was. And um, so that's going to be interesting to see him and Schmitz if he's lined up over over Schmitz and Schmitz has to uh, you know handle him or any of these stunts. So it's going to be interesting to see who wins that battle. But I think in terms of the Giants' offense now – being able to spread the ball around more and not being as one-dimensional as it was last year, I think think it's going to even open up the running game even more because, uh, you know, you can't load the box anymore like you did in years past. And even more so this year under a second year of Kafka, second year system with Jones in that system. It's just going to open things up for a Waller, a Campbell. I mean, you think of Kafka, it's the motions, right? It's putting guys in the pre-snap motion, moving guys around, looking for uh, mismatches. I think it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, you know, I know last year we heavily relied on Barkley because he was what all we had. And it proved out the Giants ranked fourth in the NFL, rank, you know, ranking from a ranking standpoint for rush and Dallas was eighth. Right. So they're both fairly good rushing teams. Um, now, again, Zeke's not there. I know Zeke was not a major contributor last year, but it will be different. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do feel good that, like you mentioned, you know, the Giants don't have to rely just on Barkley anymore. So you might not see as mess many carries for Barkley. Yeah. And, and, and think about this, Craig, with the 12 personnel, when you bring in the two tight ends and the one back, I mean, you're going to have a Bellinger and a Waller, which sh- which shows run. But you know obviously, both of those guys could get downfield and make a play. So it's going to be fun to watch when you see these double tight end sets and you have Barkley in there where you can't just key on Barkley anymore. You're going to yeah. have to worry about Waller. And I think Bellinger is going to be the biggest benefit is going to benefit one of the most from Waller being here because so much attention is going to be going to be going to Waller. And we and we do know, uh, you know, I, I, I hate to even quote McCarthy, but he even said, you know, look, it's September football is is basically predominantly adjustments, right? Like because you don't really see much in preseason. There's only three games. The veterans don't play. No offensive coordinator wants to roll out anything. Hey. We don't want to show you what we do before it's before it's ready to be shown. So September football is a lot of tinkering and a lot of adjustments, right? So um, what we see in week one, we may not see in week four. Yeah, yeah, and another reason to get Dallas early, right? Let's get let's get them let's get them early while the rust is still on, and uh, they they before they hit their groove because you know typical Dallas fashion, they will go on a little bit of a run at some point in the season. They don't always finish it. But they go on some sort of a run, so I think it's really it's a good thing that we get them early. You know, just to what you're saying that uh, you know the starters haven't played much; uh, they're going to be working out the, the the kinks, so to speak. So it'd be a good time to uh, to take advantage of that early. And likewise, Cowboys are going to want to take advantage of our guys, right? We got two outside corners, brand yeah. new. 
you, you, you know, first play of the game, I wouldn't be surprised if they test them right away. All right, don't jump the shark. Let's not get there okay. yet. Um, all right, so let's just stay on. Let's just stay with the offense, right? So points last year, the Giants didn't have a lot of downfield weapons. They couldn't take the top off the defense, you know. And the biggest spark they had was Isaiah Hodgins coming in mid-year, and wow, did he surprise! But he was really all they had, you know, going vertical. Um, him and Slayton, right? And they they bracket up Slayton. You know, there was nowhere to go with the ball, and all of a sudden Hodgins shows up, and all of a sudden there's some life. However, again, just looking at overall rankings, Dallas can score, okay? Dallas was ranked third in the NFL, only behind the two Super Bowl teams, Philly and the Chiefs, for points scored, you know, uh, and, and the Giants are ranked 16th in, uh, in points scored. Um, let's, let's just call it what it is. The Giants had zero playmakers, you know, and as much as I love Slayton, you know, he starts to drift into the number two, number three role on this team, yeah. you know, with with Waller and, and Hyatt and Campbell. So I would have to think that the Giants should be, again, and I also too, Chris, we all know that the, uh, the Dallas brought in a new offensive coordinator, doesn't have a great reputation. So it could be an advantage that, you know, there's a, they're a little bit dysfunctional and then they shot Nimer, yeah. Yeah, Schottenheimer, and they've traded, of course, for for Lance. So there could be some upheaval in the Dallas locker room. Like, we like Dak. We don't like Dak, you know? So I would have to think the Giants should be able to this year, probably the first time in six, seven years, they've been able to go. They'll be able to go toe-to-toe with them, you know, at least in the um, scoring points section. Well, Does that make sense? Like, because – in the past, I don't think we could really score with them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, for years we've been dealing with the Giants being able to only average 20 points a game, if that, right? So I think this year <laughs> I, th- I, th- right. I think this year is, you know, we break we break that trend. You know, we were on the, I think, towards the end of last year against the Vikings and, and a couple of weeks before we started to, you know, break you know, going to the twenties, even thirty, with the with the uh, later game. So, yeah. you know, hope that's a nice trend. We put up points this year, and I think it's, I think it's going to happen. I well, do. yeah, and there's more. Again, there's more options, right? Campbell's yep. an option, Hodgins an option, Slayton's an option, Waller's an option. You know, um, you know, and again, just I just look, man, like, wow, they really can't score points. All right, so let's go to the defensive side. Let's let's let, explain this to me, you know, because I'm I, I can't believe like because we all love Wink. We think mm-hmm. Wink is like a Belichick type of guy, right? Mm-hmm. Overall defense in 22, the Dallas Cowboys ranked 12th in overall defense. The mm-hmm. Giants ranked 25th. Like, oh my goodness, how is it possible? Like, mm-hmm. now, I get it. You know, we only had a Dory Jackson. You know, we didn't have, we didn't have, we only had a Dory Jackson. We didn't have CB2. Um, McKinney was hurt for, mo- for half the year or more. Um, you know, we had no inside linebackers, you know, and it was basically Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, you know, um, were the only bright spots there. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think you hit the nail on the head, Craig, when you have Dexter Lawrence and Leo playing 70% of the snaps, I mean, those guys were, you know, they were getting tired later in the game. And even when you rotated like a Ryder Anderson in or somebody else just wasn't the same inside linebacker position was, was, uh, was a problem. Blake Martinez was gone. He was a big run stopper. So I think it wore down and, and, you know, against the run, it was just, it was a problem, but now you see the rotation they're going to have, you know, up the middle in front of these linebackers. So you got four guys, you know, that can, that can do the job. All right. So that's what my next question is. So, we know Dallas can score right now. You know, again, they, they got a different offensive coordinator in there. They lost their starting uh, their starting guard to the Buffalo Bills. So, again, and they brought in the guy to replace him, of course, right? But, you know, from a continuity standpoint, that could make a difference. How does, how does the, um, you know, the Giants front stack up against, you know, the Dallas? Because, again, when I look into Dallas, uh, you know, they – they didn't run the ball great last year, you know, but they score points throwing the ball down the field, right? Yeah. So how, how does the Giants stack up against, you know, what Dallas wants to do on the ground? 
Wow, that's that's gonna you know I think that's the million dollar question as they say because that offensive line for Dallas is still pretty good. They they re-signed Tyrone Smith. I think they had a little injury uh, with somebody today. Actually, uh, somebody out there probably knows one of their uh, was it the other offense Tyrone was it Steele that had an injury? But anyway, maybe a hamstring. But I think that is the big question, Craig, is because now with this rotation of a of a, a Sean Robinson, a Nacho, even a Jordan Riley who's played well in the preseason and made the team. Dexter and Leo, man, it was, is going to be. I'm sorry, and let's not forget Tibbs and Tibbs and Tibbs and a healthy Aziz going into Week One. Isaiah Simmons moving all over the place because he's going to be that. He's going to be that guy everywhere. So I don't even know how to answer that. I think it's just going to be interesting to watch how this plays out on uh, you know next Sunday night. It's really going to be fascinating how 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 the the change how this defense morphed into what it's going to be moving into this season going to be fun to watch all right then let's talk about the million dollar question we know we know okay if i break let's get back into uh okay dallas against the pass they're ranked eighth giants against the pass 15th um dallas against the run 20th giants against the run 25th um overall dallas is ranked 12th overall giants ranked 25th as i mentioned a Mm. second ago it's really hard to believe the Giants have got some playmakers in the defensive backfield now, but they're young and inexperienced. Like, does that worry you at all against this downfield passing off? I mean, look, I don't want to have to remind you again, you know, that they're the Cowboys are ranked. Let's see, where was it here? Points. Number three in the NFL in points. They can score. You know, now they lost their tight end. Schultz is gone. Mm-hmm. All right, we know Zeke is gone. We got mm-hmm. a, I don't know if you want to call it a, co- a quarterback controversy competition. No. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in that locker room. That, that'll be for next year if, if the, uh, you know, if the Cowboys don't do well. That'll be next year's training camp story. <laughs> or, or it'll be sooner than you think if Dak doesn't do well. Oh, well, that would be nice too. Yeah. 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 So my question is, with the new – offensive coordinator that no one in the NFL believes in, which is beyond me why they signed this cat Um, and losing, you know, losing their tight end, which was a great security blanket, you know, for, for Dak losing Zeke, you know, a couple guys on the offense, losing their guard. How does, how does this very young defensive backfield stack up against what the Cowboys want to do? The Cowboys want to go vertical. Mm-hmm. Right, they want to go for. They are going to throw the ball down the lot, and they. I'm assuming, and I think you'll agree, but I'll, I'll, I'll hand it to you. I like Jump Street. They're going at banks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like, yep. like it's a basically. What does this cat have? Right. What can he do? Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TBD, to be determined, right? We don't even have a – I'm worried, yeah. I mean, until they prove themselves, you got two rookies on the outside. However, I think the smart move was putting a Dory on the inside because that's where CeeDee Lamb plays, and I think that had a lot to do with it as well, you know, having him on the inside because we really needed that slot corner. But, yeah, these – I don't think McCarthy can help himself. He said in the offseason, I want to run the ball. He wants to get back to, you know, a little more power football, run the ball. But I can't see him doing that week one. He, he's not going to help himself going after these uh, corners until they prove themselves. So, yeah, it worries me. I mean, these guys are going to have growing pains. We're all going to get crazy and, and get pissed off if they do a bad job. But we all have to understand these guys are going to have the ups and downs, right? They're not going to be perfect. They are going to have, you know, some peaks. Peaks and valleys, you know, going through their rookie season. So hopefully they just improve as the season moves along. But, yeah, it worries me week one. I mean, Hawkins and, um, you know, Banks out there starting, right? Hoping yep. you know, and, and McKinney's healthy. So you got McKinney there to, you know, to, to help guide him. I know he's not calling the defense how Karake is. Um, but, you know, you got – you yep. got uh, and, um, you know, and Adoree playing, playing the slot on the inside. I still think they're going to be tenacious, you know, but – Listen, McCarthy's full of crap because you know what? Like he, I'm seriously like that, that. That dude just needs a stick to eat in hot dogs because like this whole like, wow, well, we've had a lot of time to prepare for, prepare for the Giants. We want to get back to running the ball. It's a bunch of fuck. I believe it. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he's I just mean, gonna, like, gonna like, throw like, it down he, the field all night. Yeah, like, They're like, gonna try was, anyway. I mean, he must yep. think we're stupid. 
You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. I mean, it just it's embarrassing for him even to be like, I'm just gonna pound the ball. Like, okay, I've got Okereke, who's 150 tackler a year now on the team. Second year out of Tibbs, healthy Ojolardi. Oh, and by the way, Dexter Lawrence and 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 you know, healthy Leo. Are n- yeah. you're never gonna go into a game thinking, oh, I want to run the ball. Yeah, they, they they should lose their jobs if they don't go after Banks and Hawkins. Are you kidding me? They should absolutely. That is game plan number one. You go after these guys and you see how they respond. Now on the flip side, with Wink, he knows this, and I think he's gonna apply pressure in in different ways. You know, different looks, confusion. He he always shows stuff that they the opposing offense hadn't seen before. You know, when they look at film, so yeah. that maybe plays into an Isaiah Simmons, right? His new role on the team, yep. playing a little bit of everywhere. So I'm looking for him to be uh, kind of that mysterious defender out there, uh, not knowing really where he's going to line up and where they're going to send him from. And McFadden, his specialty in college was being blitzing, you know, through the a gap on the inside. So, like, where you think McFadden's just a thumper, if you look at his college career, I mean, the guy would have a handful of sacks every year blitzing through the A-gap. So, um, if they've got, like I said, they got a new guard, got a guy, you know, with a tweaked hamstring, you know, mm-hmm. you may see a guy like McFadden, maybe he's only a two-down linebacker, and maybe yep. Simmons is a little bit more in space a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, McFadden could be a surprise too early on with yep. some inside pressure. And, Craig, I'll throw another name for you guys out there is Jason Pinnock. And the reason is Wink loved the way he blitzed last year. And he got a lot of reps when McKinney was out because of his ability to blitz. So I think you're going to see him come down in the box, uh, especially on Sunday night. And you're going to see a lot of looks where him he's going to be trying to run free. Uh, I think Wink really likes his athleticism. And you saw him come on a, a, a ton of blitzes last year. So look, keep an eye for Pinnock on uh, mon- uh, Sunday night. Yeah, and what I what I really more than anything, there's there's two things that I want to I want to see more than anything on Sunday is and I, I know it's a lot to ask, you know, to start off this way, but I just look, um, I know we don't, you know, it's, it's not, we don't play, wait, do we play the lions this year? No, no. Um, you know, Hutchinson had nine sacks last year, right? I mean, he had like 60 plus tackles last year. He just had a great rookie year, right? I just want to see Thibodeau just wreck games. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I, in year two, I just want to see him break out and be the guy he can be. Right? More of that Washington game, right? What we saw at that Washington away game. That's yeah. that's a Thibodeau that we're all, you know, we want to see on a yeah. maybe not yeah. weekly basis. That was a hell of an effort. But, you know, we want, to, we want to see that more often than not. Yeah, and especially see against Dallas because what we know is Dallas has owned the Giants for a freaking decade oh, when it yeah. comes to sacks and rushing the quarterback. Like, it's just like, oh, we're playing the Giants. Let's just chalk up six sacks. Like, it's just like, it's like a staple. The Giants are going to yeah. give up six sacks. Right. Okay. Like, now. And Evan Neal last year had a, that was a terrible night he had against Parsons. Oh, his rookie, yeah. first night. Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't Second care. Second game. That guy with number 11, just block him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, and then if he's not getting it, what's his name's out there? Um, their other DN outside linebacker. Uh, DeMar- Demarcus uh, Lawrence. Lawrence. And, like, Lawrence just does one of these things when he's playing at Giants. Yep. Yep. I'm coming. And well, I'll tell you – no, go ahead, Craig. Sorry. I was just saying, like, you know, I've, I've just had enough of the, the, the Lawrence show. I've had yep. enough of the Parsons show. Like, I want to get nasty, and I want to see it become the Thibodeau show. Like, yeah. you know, like, bonk, bonk, bonk. We got one, too. Look at look at number yeah. look at number five go. Well, and I think now that we have a Waller, the guy that can stretch the field, it allows us to keep or allows the Giants to keep Bellinger in there and that twelve personnel to help out Neil. If Neil struggles Sunday night, I would think Bellinger is going to help him out on the edge there with Parsons. Where last year you really didn't have you know Bellinger was your guy. You had him uh, Myrick, but I think now you have Waller, you can afford to keep Bellinger in and help out Neil. Yeah, true. I mean, I, I could see. Again, Bar- Barkley's going to get his touches. He's barely played. I'm sure he's chomping at the bit to go, you know. So, you know, I, I could I could see, you know, again, I I could just I could see them having a unique game plan for Dallas cuz Dallas is already chirping like, "Oh, we've had all this time to prepare for the Giants." Wah, wah. Like just I I'm I'm just over it. Like I just want to put yeah. a, a whooping on Dallas and move the hell on. Like <laughs> 
I just, you know what I mean? Like it's We're just, tired of it. Yeah, I know. Just, yeah, I am. I'm just, as much as I hate the Eagles, I hate, I mean, I yeah. hate the Eagles, right? Yeah. But I'm just so tired of the Cowboys. Like, it's just, like I said, like uh, watching Lawrence just be like this. Yeah. I'll get my three. I'll get my, I'm like, no, no more of you. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it reminds me of the wild E coyote roadrunner cartoons, no matter what wild E coyote did, it never worked. Roadrunner no. always had him. So that's how I feel as a Giants fan up till now. Hopefully that changes, but I, I feel like we, we've been like wild E coyote for the past seven, eight years, 10 yeah. years. Darius is talking about, you know, sacks, you know, are one part of the game. The difference is Darius. Here's the thing is, we haven't had any any sacks like so like we we can't sit here and say well we don't need them we'll get pressures like we'll just bring olivier vernon back for some pressures but we need to finish the mm -hmm. game is win one when you finish yes they're only one part of the game but like whether it's you know um stopping the sack or getting the sack finishing is what actually changes the momentum of the game yes pressures are excellent. We need pressure. I get it, but we're going to get pressure, right? Like when you have Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, you know, a healthy Aziz and, and, and Thibodeau, you're going to get pressure. Now someone needs to finish. Ask the Detroit lions how it was to get nine, nine, nine and a half sacks out of Aiden Hutchinson's last year. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's an enormous win. Like yeah. to, you know, to actually, you know, get the sack. You got to get I mean? there to like, help those corners out. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. You got rookie cornerbacks. Like, you know, people are always like, oh, it's, if you have a shutdown cornerback, guys, the game has to have an end result. Right. Yep. Yep. Like, and like, you can't depend on these guys to knock every pass down or, or cover for five seconds. Like you need to have finishers. Yeah. And, I, and, and I love all you guys, but they're like, we just need great corners. Look four Super Bowls. In the case, because of the pass rush, okay, whether it was Lawrence Taylor and Carl Banks and Leonard Marshall and Pepper Johnson, whether it was OCU Manure, Justin Tuck, Michael Strahan, like they, you know, you need to put the fear of God in the quarterback. Yeah. And, <laughs> you, and you know what, Craig, another thing that concerns me and with these, with these damn officials, and I say, you know, these officials, because, uh, you have two rookie corners. You have a Michael Gallup, a Brandon Cooks, a CeeDee Lamb. They're veterans, right? These guys are going to be jumping up and down every time a ball is incomplete 30, 40 yards down the field looking for a flag. So I want these officials to play this game down the middle. Don't be looking at two rookie you know, corners and you got to throw flags on them all night because you got veterans jumping up and down crying that they didn't get a flag or they got a little tug. So that's the other part. Let's Let's not make this a flag fest with the rookies. Yeah, and you know what? I, one thing I will say about the flag is, like, I hope Banks just lays some dude out because, like, he's a physical corner and he's not going to be Set able the to tone, play. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. He's not going to be able to be as physical as he was in Maryland, right? But, like, I just want him to be like, all right, this is my time, and let him get the flag, let it get it out of the way, and then next play, take C.D. Lennon off because I, I, he's going to need to have some confidence, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so yeah, you're hundred percent right. Nothing worse than just throwing a bunch of flags because you got two rookie corners, you know, right, hey, right. and look, and, and, and Hawkins, he looks great. He has a lot. What would be the word? Um, the curve is going to be a lot longer for him. I mean, he played it. No offense, no offense. Mm -hmm. He played it. ODU. Okay. Like, you know, he's not seeing, a lot of big 10 sec wide receivers. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. So if anything, banks is going to get tested, but whether banks gets, um, you know, get the flag or not, he's going to be physical and he's going to be around the ball. You know, you, you hope that Hawkins isn't, isn't just, you know, Hey, look good in practicing in preseason. It's a big, it's a big leap for, for Mr. Hawkins. And, and yeah. uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm confident that he's going to have help on the inside with a Dory and he's going to do just fine. I was just going to say that too. Wink knows this, obviously. So even with the safeties over the top on that side, Hawkins will, will hopefully get a little help, you know, downfield. All right. So let's talk about like giant scoring points. Okay. Uh, Dallas against, against the pass 
they were ranked eighth against the pass last year, right? That's pretty dang good, all right, against the pass. Now, um, you know, from a defensive perspective, I don't – Dallas didn't lose many guys, you know what I mean? Like, um, they brought in – who did they bring in? Dallas brought in um, – uh, Gilmore, the, Gilmore, the corner. A little older, but still very good. Yeah. So, this is the first time, you know, since Beckham, since Odell, that we've had enough speed to get vertical. We may not throw many balls to Hyatt, but he's going to, he is going to be taking somebody deep off, you know, and it may be something where they're throwing a Hodgins and, and, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, uh, Slayton or Campbell underneath and Hodgins is, yep. is more of a decoy. We don't know. Yeah. Right. Yep. And I'll tell you what, you talk to Cowboy fans. They love stuff. They, they love um, digs, but they all say that, you know, he gets the interceptions, but he gets burned a lot. And you hear that from Cowboy fans all the time is that he does get burned. So. Who knows? Maybe see Hyatt light him up Sunday well, night. <laughs> if, if, any, if anything, I'm going to still rest on what I said from the last preseason game is like they now have a little bit of a turbo and you're going to see a lot of these wide receivers often and early because now, you know, uh, against um, not, not the Jets, the game before Carolina, you saw mm-hmm. they came right out and it was it was Waller, 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 yeah. Hodgins, Waller, you know, um, Hyatt. Like they went right, yep. right, right with those guys. I, I could see Waller again coming out and having three catches right in, right in the beginning of the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for a preseason game, I swear it looked like they game planned that. It just looked like a regular season game, how automatic they came down the field and just knew what they wanted to do. So, yeah, I'm anticipating that Sunday as well. For sure. Now the wild card is going to be, and uh, let's hear your opinion is because the narrative needs to change on Simmons, right? Like there are plenty of people out there saying guys, a bust, you know, guys too big to play safety. The guy doesn't, you know, has no discipline to play a linebacker. We don't really know what we're getting with him. Right. I think he's got himself a clean slate. And I think Wink's going to, you know, package him up. And, I mean, I don't know. Kind of, I'm assuming he's in shape, you know. And I'm assuming, you know, he's – um Well, he went through training camp, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm assuming he's, you know, he's in shape and everything like that. But they got yeah. rid of him. So, mm-hmm. whether it was a personality conflict or, you know, something didn't click in Arizona for him, right? Well, they didn't want to give him his fifth-year option. They didn't pick that up, and I think that set the tone last year. And I think during training camp, there was, uh, you know, some sour grapes there from what I read and heard that he – not that he wasn't giving 100%, but he was kind of checking out a little bit. That's that's kind of was the word. out in, in Arizona, as you know, they're a disaster right now. God yeah. forgive me for saying that because we play them week two, so we want to beat them. But, yeah. you know, they, you could see what they're doing. They're just clearing clearing house. They don't even have a quarterback and, right now. And like I said, and they and – they, um... And like this cat's got a ton of talent, right? Yeah. Just yeah. you know, if, if they give him the opportunity, you know, uh, to, to to ball out here, like yeah, he's he's going to make a huge difference, right? Regardless uh, of what position he plays, like yeah. And Wink's going to you know how to use him because I always go back and we've all said it, we've heard Giant fans say this. He runs a positionless type of defense where he moves guys around. Just because you're a safety doesn't mean you're not going to come in the box. Just because you're a linebacker doesn't mean you're not going to line up like a Simmons lining up on a slot with his speed to actually cover. Maybe he's more of that Landon Collins role that we wanted Landon Collins to be. And Landon Collins is a little older, and you know they didn't they moved on from him. But he could play that Landon Collins role, a little bit of a linebacker, a little bit of safety. Move him in the slot. He could be that 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 new uh, hybrid that that we we were looking for. I'll I'll say this, and like you know, I know it, it kind of dating myself back to to NASCAR, but like, I mean, think about the fact if you put Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, um, Oziz Ojolari, Simmons, and and Tibbs all on the line and let them go. That would be, you know, because that was the big thing with the NASCAR defense, right? It was Strahan and Tuck and OC and 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 Tollison, and then they'd throw in like, you know, uh, Fred Robbins or someone in the middle, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, um, I I could see even like putting him as a stand up outside linebacker and letting him run, letting him go, yeah. you know, with Tibbs in there, you know, I could see him lined up next to next to Okereke. You know, mm-hmm. I could see them, you know, like I said, putting them in the box as a, as a safety. But 
I think the biggest leap that Simmons is going to make is, you know, is um, I think the pressure's off him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He's not going to be that every down guy, uh, every down player right off the bat. I think you're going to see him situational, you know, especially on third down. You know, he's coming in there to get to the quarterback. Yeah, um, like this defense revolves around Dexter Lawrence and and um uh, and, and and Tibida, right? I mean, like, and, and now yeah. excuse me, and Okereke now. And, like those and hopefully are, Aziz too, right? Hopefully you know I mean? Aziz. But, again, well, but it doesn't it. revolve around Aziz no. because okay. he's been hurt. Okay. Your right. three, your three cogs, yeah. you know, are going to be Tibbs, Lawrence. And Okereke now, right? So mm-hmm. whatever you get out of Simmons is kind of like gravy. Like, oh, that's awesome. And I'll definitely 100% go out on the skinny limb and say, watch him ball against his old team. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and even Sunday night, situational. And you can, and I'm sure with the relationship that he has with Dex and, and what Dex has done to, you know, raise his game in the past few years, because, you know, they played together in Clemson. There's a relationship there. I would think, you know, he wants to show – and do his part, you know, with this pal Dex saying, "Hey, I'm I'm new in town, but you know, I want to be where you are. I want I want to I want to you know I want to be that type of player. So hopefully he raises the bar, you know, just by uh, playing playing with his old buddy." Now this is something that like a lot of people probably won't won't agree with. Dallas ranked 20th against the run last year. I can also see, you know, again we we have a higher powered offense and we're all super excited about it, and we just want to see Jones throwing the ball down the lot. I don't think the Cowboys have done anything to improve on the 20th ranked, you know, defense against the run. We could give them a good taste of Barkley right up front and make it, make it like, you know, when the game turns on that Mm -hmm. it's, that it's Waller and Barkley. And then to see that type of um, what the results is there and then open it up to the receivers. Cause it, I think the Cowboys are going to expect us to go full gas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, they, okay. They added Gilmore, but they're still, we're ranked 20th against the run. I still could see Barkley getting a big taste of this. I don't want to look past take Saquon Barkley getting, getting, you know, 15 to 18 carries. Yeah. And a big reason is, you know, they drafted the uh, defensive tackle out of Michigan, Mazzy Smith. And they also have our old friend, Jonathan Hankins, who's going to come off the bench. He's going to get a lot of playing time. So the fact that they're, you know, Hankins is still hanging around and playing with them after all these years tells you right there, they're probably not as happy, you know, up the middle. So maybe that's a spot, you know, we attack, you know, right, right up the, uh, right up the middle with Barkley as well. So yeah. And we got uh, a rookie center that's dying to prove himself and mix it up, you know, so it's the first time. What, What did you, I remember clearly when we were talking about the draft, you're like, just Draft the real center. Don't draft the guard. Yes, you right. big play center, and you got your wish. Yeah, we've been down this road so how many years? I mean, Weston Richburg never turned out to what we expected, but he was the last, you know, center. We've been through the, uh, uh, you know, uh, Pie- uh, what's his name? You know. Who? Pew? No. Somebody help me out out there with the P. Uh, John. Um, what, for a center? Yeah, Poaya. Remember Poaya? Oh, uh, Pio. Pio. I mean, we've been through so many guys, and God bless him. He played his heart out, but he just, you know, he couldn't do it. Yeah. So we, we've gone through the list, the litany of centers, you know, guards, the centers. We have a guy that's all he does, right? We just want him to play center. Yeah. And do a good job. Yeah. And that's why I think, like, again, like, if you're Kafka, you're like, okay, the Cowboys think we're going to throw gas at him. Just we're going to gas him all day long, right? And then, like, you look like, well, they haven't improved that much, you know, stopping the run. They may came up and play. They may. They, I'm not saying they will. Yeah. They may play small ball for the first quarter. They, they might. Go, like, it may be like, you know, Waller and Bellinger and a lot of Barkley. And then if they start to creep, you know, creep up and close it down and eight in the box and then go gas. Because yeah. Because yeah. I think most teams are going to expect us to go gas. I, I agree, and that's why I love the Waller-Bellinger the, uh, combo because you don't know. It looks like run, but yet those guys can break free and, and do damage I got the passing game. Up, I got to put up there because I think Jay's lost his mind. <laughs> Kyler, Kyler is a good player. Kyler is, is not – listen, Kyler has the issue of being, you know, Mighty Mouse, very short – can't really do much in the pocket, and he runs too. He's he's bailing out too early. Like the Tibbs and Ojalari 
should have a field day with that next week. You know, they paid that cat a lot of money. We're not going to talk about Arizona about Arizona mm-hmm. right now, but I was just mm-hmm. like, come on, man. Yeah. Let's, let's not pump up Kyler Murray right now. It's <laughs> like a fire sale in Arizona, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what do the what are the keys to the game? Give me your, you know, give me your top three, top five keys of the game. What do they have to do? What do they, what do they have to avoid doing? Well, I think when you what we mentioned before with the two rookie corners, we have to get to Dak and apply the pressure. That you can't let them sit back there with 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 two rookies that are getting their feet wet and going through some growing pain. So uh, get we need pressure on Dak. Obviously, ru- stopping the run was an issue last year. Later in the game, so we need that rotation right of a Sean, the Nacho, and with Dex and Leo. You know, stopping the run early, make the Cowboys one dimensional, and I think on offense, I think you're gonna. The Cowboys, you know, ever Sunday night game under the lights, America's team. We've heard it before a million times. They're going to be pumped up. They're going to be overly aggressive. And I think what you're going to see Kafka key is misdirection, right? Let them over pursue. I think the creativity with a Paris Campbell in the backfield, moving guys in motion while they're playing tight. And now he's in the slot. So I think that's a key on offense is just keeping them guessing the 12 personnel. Yeah. It looks like run, but you know what? You got to Bellinger Waller and you're going to hammer the run. You're going to keep showing it, showing it, showing it. And then before you know it, you have Waller breaking one on a seam. And God knows we haven't had seam passes, you know, since What's a seam 20 pass? years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So my point is, you know, set them up, right? We're going to set them up. And that's what I hope Kathy's going to do, you know, showing those looks and setting them up for a big play. Explosive plays. That's what the, that's, that's what I think we're built for now. Explosive play. I, I think so. I'll throw in like, like I, I, here's my, my keys to the game. I think the very first thing is, is protecting Jones. Like letting Jones settle in, yeah. Okay, good one. Because yep. the because the offensive line needs to gel, and you know we Neil hurt, Neil not hurt. Who's playing right guard? Like they need, you know. I'm assuming it's going to be, you know, it's Bredesen. I'm assuming I'm assuming it's Bredesen. Yeah. JMS Glowinski and yep. and Neil. Yeah. Like all I want to see is these cats settle in, protect Jones, and in the beginning, like you said, it might be small ball. Which mm-hmm. Jones can play, right? Jones can play small ball, no problem. Let Barkley get his touches. Let Barkley get in a rhythm. Let Waller on the slant getting getting some rhythm, right? So my first key is just protect Jones. Let him feel and see what's downfield, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he didn't, he, you know, all last year, you know, they protected him fairly well, right? I mean, uh, what do I have here? Giant against the right Dallas. I mean, rushing, passing offense, I just – the the issue last year, not only was it the line-based, but you ran into – you didn't have dynamic enough receivers to get separation, right? Yeah, you saw stuff change when I, when Hodgins came into the fold, and then you started to see things change a little bit. Yeah, Exactly. So my first key is protect Jones, let him settle in, and be like, hey, oh, I got that guy. Oh, look, mm-hmm. I got that guy. Oh, look, I got that guy. And all of a sudden, Jones is feeling good about, you know, the game plan and the execution. Yeah. And, Craig, you almost get the feeling Kafka, you know, unlike years ago where you had the run to set up the pass. You know with Kafka, you get the feeling that it's really the pass to set up the run. He likes to get those, you know, four or five, six yards off the bat on first down with a short pass or, you know, and, and, and then have that manageable second and third down. So I feel like that first down, unlike giant teams from years ago, it's it's a pass first type of offense to set up the run. Yeah, and I th- again, I I think a little bit of will go back to the you know the, uh, the the Carolina game where you know you got Waller involved early. You know, like I think he caught like three three of the first four passes or something like that. You know, so I can definitely see that again. Maybe start off with a little bit of small ball. I be I would be shocked if mm-hmm. they just came out flamethrowing stuff. I mean, yeah. And just, and going long, I, I would be, I would be shocked. It yeah, me be, too. It would be ballsy. It would be fun as hell. The stadium's <laughs> going to be rocking yeah. right on Sunday yeah. night. Like you know, this is a dip. This is not your father's da- a Giants team anymore, right? Yeah. So yep. You know they are. You know I would be shocked if they went gas, but if they did, I wouldn't complain. But I well, do to your, feel- yep. To your point, Craig. Maybe that first play. That's what they do, just to put them on notice. Just one, you know, just to put them on notice right from the start. Just flame. Not saying every down, just on that first play. Just put them on notice, you know. Yeah. So there is a little bit of that. 
Um, yep. I do I do think like you know they're gonna key up on Waller. So if he's there, you're gonna have Bellinger, right? You're gonna have Bellinger. But I I think it's a believe it or not, I think it's a sneaky game for Saquon Barkley. Again, they mm-hmm. they haven't improved mm-hmm. their run defense at all. They did they mm-hmm. draft a young guy out of Michigan, right? Boo, Michigan. But we they drafted um you know him to stop the run. I don't know. I think this could be a tale of two halves, right? Like pounding Barkley and Waller in the first half and then gassing with, with mm-hmm. you know, with Campbell and Hodgins and Hyatt in the second, in the second half a little bit more frequently. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're going to, they're going to go out to score 30 points, right? Because the Giants aren't known to score more than 21 points. In fact, it took them a decade to get to 21 points a game. <laughs> there was a time where they couldn't score over 19 points a game. I think the whole McAdoo Shermer yeah. error, they could not score over 19 points a game. If I remember you're right, correctly. you're absolutely right. They were averaging under 20. Yeah. During that and, it was, time. and it was like, and, and you would be like, no, it's not that bad. And then you would go back and look at it and you were like, wow, we suck. Yeah. Like now, now I think there's going to be a time, whether it's early or late gas, right. Yep. Um, you know, Gilmore's not a young cat, but you know, he can still play. Yeah. All right. So, so that would be my second, my second key. My third key would be to, uh, is, is more like letting wink be wink, like letting, like, you know, like having no expectations. Like sometimes Giants fans, they get, they get, oh, we didn't blitz enough. Right. Or, you know, we didn't run three safety high enough or whatever. Right. Like, I think, I think like the key is to let the, 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 the Giants defense kind of just gel because there's a lot of new dudes. So you mm-hmm. don't want to put all this ex- like, you know, I don't want you guys going crazy. Like, you know, well, why are we, why are we, you know, why are we rushing uh, more? Why are we sacking more? Why are we blitzing more? Why don't we, like, I think the defense doesn't know what it is right now. Yeah. A lot yeah, of young point. dudes out there, right? Okay. case yep. new. We got Banks, you got Hawkins, you got Owens, you know, you got a lot of young guys. So I think on offense is let them breathe. Let it let it unfold, yeah. you know. Um, you're not going to pound the rock against the Giants, especially with Okereke here. You know, if they hadn't assigned Okereke, I might be like, mm, you know, Dexter and Leo play a lot of snaps, you know. But I think that like, I think you're going to see some some uh, adjustments made throughout the game. What the defense you see in the first quarter will not be the same defense you see in the fourth quarter. That's just me. Yeah. All right. Then tell me, can the, if the giants are going to win, is it a shootout or is it going to be a defensive game? I think it's kind of in between. Um, Turnover battle, right? Turnovers are key, as, as always. So, you know, I'd like to see the Giants get a, you know, to be a plus one, maybe a plus two if they were to win this game over the Cowboys. But I think in the 20s, I think we're seeing this, uh, you know, maybe a 24-20, uh, 27-24, 20, somewhere in the in the mid-20s range. Well, how, how, I don't think I don't think it gets to 30. I think it's going to be mid-20s. First game, I don't think it's going to be as crazy as we, we may think the next matchup could be. I was going to look it up. Someone look up for me in the chat. There's a, there's a ton of you guys in here. I see Jay Patel. I see Darius, Joe, Mark B. Uh, I see Jay. Uh, I see Tom. I see, Oh, where did you go? I see a couple other guys in here. I might've lost them throughout the show. Oh, C D N Y five, four, five C D N Y giants. I guess it is N Y G five. Other. So welcome to the show. I don't recognize that before, so uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, here's what I need to know. How many interceptions I see Chris D. What's up, Chris? Um, how many picks did did, um, did um, Dak throw last year? You know, like where is he? I was going to look it up, but how many picks did he have last year? Because I know Jones did really well, you know, really turned his game around with interceptions. Where is where is Dak? Because I think Ojolari and Tibbs, you know, might be making um, Dak a little bit nervous this uh, this coming Sunday. So if anybody has yeah. that handy, throw that in the chat. Where where? Yeah, Dak had 15, 15 picks last yeah, year. Joe D popped it in there. Thanks, Joe D. 
Um, Thanks, Joe. All right. So, and J- and Jay says Dak had a lot of pressure, has a lot of pressure on him this year. Yeah, without a doubt, you already brought a guy in. I'm not really sure why you brought him in because the kid can't play QB anyway. I'm not a fan. You know, you already did all. If you look at the story, like they basically never saw Trey Lance play live. They, and they, they got him for a four, and they they traded a fourth, which is a decent pick, a fourth rounder. I mean. Yeah. You mean to tell me they they wanted him out of there anyway? You couldn't get a seven. I, I, that's a that's just that's a lot to give it's up. It's crazy. For. And like I said, and then how does like Lynch is a smart dude? Like how do you go and draft a cat you never saw play live? Like I mean, and he only played one full season of college football as okay, a starter. Chris, I, I I have said this. People get all over me. I will continue to say this. <laughs> it I, I, I it's just it's just it's just a fact. They're like. Mm. You can't really succeed at the NFL level if your experience is one year of college ball and three years of high school football. Like, you just don't have the experience to run an NFL team, to be a leader of men, when the only thing you've done is start one year of college ball. Whether it's Trubisky or, or, or Lance or, you know, or, or any of these cats. You know, Mahomes two and a half years, you know. Um, you know, most of these guys have, um, you know, uh, Lawrence, these guys play two years. Mm-hmm. Some of them play three years, right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what do you call it? Herbert? I mean, Herbert came back for a, for a fourth year. Yeah. Right? Gettleman, was, Gettleman wanted him. He was, he was scouting him. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so yeah, so you just don't succeed. I mean, is there an anomaly, an outlier? I'm sure there's one out there. I haven't seen anyone in modern football, you know, they just you need the experience. Some of these cats, like I, I feel bad. I know this is a giant show, but I actually feel a little bad for Richardson because there's a lot of pressure on him to resurrect that franchise. And I don't know if you can do it at 20 years old. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, yeah. dude, it's a freak, right? He's it's crazy athletic. I feel bad. If he had stayed in school one more year, he'd be the first pick in the draft, and then he'd have another year of experience. So mm-hmm. uh, the good thing is, is that we've got Jones, who's a has five years in the league. Yeah. Finally, finally, they paid him, and now he's got some players around him. Yeah, and he, and consistency with with uh, coaching staff. That is accurate because the unsung hero to Sunday's game is going to be Kafka. I like it because Kafka last year was a rookie. My, you get a little bit worried, you know, like, hey, should I try this? Should I not? Should I, should I, can I lean back a little bit like Fat Joe here and just be like, I'm not ready to quite un- unleash that, right? So, and now this year, because he's got head coaching opportunities, you know, in interviews that he had, I think he's like, he's like all up in this thing. Like, he's like, he's, he's ready to just go because yeah. whatever he does, does this year, if they don't, if they don't go to the NFC Championship game, or you know, if they don't, I mean, he's going to get a gig. The only way he's coming back is if they're a game from the Super Bowl, right? Like, like he would, like I think, because you know, he's going to go. If you think, like you know, he's going to get a head coaching job next year, the year after. Mm-hmm. When you get a new coach, when you get a head coaching job, you usually go to a team that sucks, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This team is, you know, could be a year away from winning the Super Bowl. Yep. So if they went to the NFC Championship game, or if they went into the, you know, the, the uh, NFC, you know, um, divisional game, mm-hmm. um, Kafka may return because he knows they're that close. You think? I think he would just leave because you, you don't get you do? many. Because you know why? Co- head coaching jobs are hard to come by. You know, so well, are I don't they, know. Though? I think if he was, there, that's the question. Are they? You don't though? get a lot of time. You don't get a lot of time. If you have, you know, an opportunity to go to a franchise that's not dysfunctional, I think that would play a part too. A, an actual franchise that's run properly. Yeah. Now, please, you know, McCarthy, his time is probably running out if he doesn't win something soon. I don't want him going to Dallas with Jerry Jones. They see him. They see Kafka twice a year. They know him. You know, I don't want my, you know, McCarthy. His his time's running out too. <laughs> please, just don't go to Dallas. Yeah. Well, I mean, hiring that offensive coordinator is like what. Like, 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 you know, like I was like, I, I saw that. I was like, oh, what? Yeah, Jeff fans <laughs> weren't, weren't crazy about him back in the day. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying yeah. he can't have a bounce back year, but like the yeah. kid they had. Like, listen, uh, hello, the, the Cowboys. Um, Cowboys offense was ranked number 11th in the NFL, and points for the year they ranked third. How bad could the offensive coordinator be? Yeah, uh, you heard a lot of Cowboy fans c- complain about uh, Kellen Moore, but I thought he did. You know, he had I guess games where maybe they weren't happy, but. Nobody's perfect, but they just – I feel like Cowboy fans really wanted him out of there. And Jerry Jones, I feel like, God, he listens to the radio. He listens to all the Cowboy fans, and, you know, he pulled the trigger on that. It wasn't McCarthy. Yeah, and you know what? Like, it's funny because the Cowboys are, like, oddly dysfunctional, right? They like, are. They're not dysfunctional like a regular team is. They're dysfunctional in a whole other way, right? Because it's like – think about it. You know, one is – you don't have anybody like Jerry Jones in the NFL where the, no. where, the, where the 80 year old owner, you know, is, you know, getting plastic surgery on the weekend and then, you know, being the GM the rest of the week. Right. Yeah. He's talking injuries on the radio shows. Like he talks about the players and their injuries and if they're going to play or not. Could you imagine as much as we give Mara shit and he's awesome. Listen, John Mara. Great. Imagine if John Mara was like that. The Giant fans would lose their minds if we had an owner that just yeah. would, would pop wow. on a radio and start talking personnel. Get this guy, that guy. We're gonna get rid of him. Then, wow! Then, How do they deal with have, that? Then you have like, you know, a guy that you paid like a shit ton of money to in Ezekiel Elliott, and he plays like five snaps a game, and then right. like, you know what yeah. I mean? And mm-hmm. like, he goes from like badass back to like like couch potato. Like, I mean, he gets all, like, chunky, and he's got the crazy hair, and you're like, what is happening, right? Yeah, I think Jones has that that grandpa-type heart. He really loves his guys. He has those guys, right? Like, he had his Michael Irvins, his Ezekiel, uh, even Terrell Owens to a point, and even Jalen um, Smith, the linebacker, he gave him a ton of money. I think he has his guys where I think he lets his emotions maybe and his personal feelings get in the way of actual business decisions because he does throw a lot of money at the guys he likes, and it doesn't work out so many times. We've heard the story. He wanted Johnny Manziel. His 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 brother stopped him. Yeah. I mean, they, they but, like, again, like, they're, it's like their players become like cartoon characters, right? Yeah, not his brother, but, his son. Let me check that. His son. So, yeah. Check, beep, it, yeah. Delete that from the show. Right, right. Um, yeah, they become like like cartoon characters, right? right. Like, again, like like here is like Zeke comes in, you know, and he and he crushes it. Next thing you know, he's like he's fat and he's got his hair's crazy and his nose is pierced and he's jumping in the he's jumping in the bowl. And he had, you know, like I was like, wow. Oh, thank God we don't have to see that anymore. Yeah, yeah. right. And right. then you get like like I said, then you get like uh, Michael Parsons was I think it was Parsons talking crap about about uh Dak uh, at training camp a couple weeks ago in practice yeah like, like you don't Look. see that kind of stuff right. anywhere yep. right you know um yep. so like they're always dysfunctional at a, at a really weird way you know yeah. like, and McCarthy never really reels him in because I think he just lets Jones deal with it and like you know McCarthy doesn't doesn't really do much he doesn't police it it's more like uh oh, you know Jones just let, let him deal with it it's it's very strange yeah, again, like, you know, and, like, people say, like, oh, Dallas Cowboys fans are idiots. Here's the thing. They're only idiots when they don't live in Dallas. If you've ever been to Dallas, Dallas Cowboy fans are fine. They're normal. They're, nice. They're normal yeah. folks. It's the rest of the nut jobs around the country that are Dallas fans <laughs> are the ones that the ones that are horrible to be around. <laughs> yep, yep. So, well, look, a um, couple housekeeping things, guys. One, if you are playing in the Ballers Fantasy Football League – the draft is Wednesday, Eastern Standard Time, 8 o'clock. Okay? So that's the draft. We got 12 people in there. Um, it's going to be a blast. So we want to wish everyone good luck. Um, you know, Spartan Mike is your um, your commissioner, right? And he's going to be basically – the only time I may have to step in or Chris may have to step in or Alex is, um, believe it or not, Spartan Mike is getting married at the end of the month. So he will be out of pocket for a couple uh, weeks, and we have to take over. So um, if you see some erratic behavior in the fantasy football league, that's probably me or Chris uh, filling it. Um, (laughs) Secondly, folks, I put a brand-new store up. I really would love for you guys to check it out. Let me know what you think. You know, I've got – I mean – I got ice shakers on there, sweatshirts, hoodies, you know, uh, for the, for the girls. I mean, I got yoga pants and crop tops and, 
you know, I mean, there's bikinis in there. Okay. Buy your girl a Giants Rush bikini. But um, so, you know, like Chris is wearing I'm wearing the uh, the King Rush shirt on right now. Yeah, those are in there. So, I mean, we got, you know, and you guys know every year I turn out a new logo, right? We had, we went from the crystal skull, you know, to the, to the regular skull, to the, the skull with the crown on it, with the no jaw. Like every year we come up with a new logo, you know, to have some fun. Um, so if you can just go to nygiantsrush.com. <clears throat> There's plenty of content up there to read. Michael, the truth is always banging out articles. He'll be back with coach's corner. Um, I'll probably take over Java with Jones. So I'll be breaking down Daniel Jones every Monday. Now the giants are playing on Sunday just to give you an idea. We will of course have the show on Monday, the week after the giants play the next home game. When they play on Monday, the show will get moved to Tuesday because we won't be there. Um, so check out that. Um, and I think that's uh, I think that's all I got. If you have any questions, but I appreciate you guys. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, just like this. Hit the button. Subscribe to the show. It helps us out. Check us out um, on Instagram. Check us out on Threads. Follow us. Uh, and then, of course, it's available as you can see on the ticker: Spotify, Apple Pods, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Play. So if you're walking the dog or you're at the gym, take us with us you know, and listen to the show. Let us know what you think. Um, working on more interviews for you guys coming up. Um, it, oh, Jay, is Rush Hour dead? Rush Hour is dead, but not really. What's happening with Rush Hour is we're going to turn it into a draft show um, and we're going to turn it into a preview show. So check this out. A little bit of an exclusive and then we'll let you guys go for the evening. Mondays is always Rush, right? Giants Rush on Monday. We talk about what happened in the game the day before. <clears throat> Rush hour is going to be, we're not really going to do fantasy football. We're not going to do gambling, but we are. What we are going to do is we're going to preview the next game. So um, after, when the, let's say Arizona's coming up, we'll preview the game on Rush Hour. Still working out the kinks. Who's going to host it? Maybe it'll be you, Jay. The Darius and Jay show may host it. We never know. <laughs> nice. Um, so, so tune in. Rush hour is still, you know, it's still there. We still got it. It's just not sports gambling and it's not fantasy football. Um, so we are keeping everything lean and mean here to give you the best Giants content as possible. Really appreciate all, all the, uh, uh, the support you guys have given us. Again, love it if you would check the store out for me and let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter. Follow these guys. Check out the store. Good luck to all you fantasy football players. And Chris, do you have a score or are you not going to go down that road? No, I'm going to give a score. I'm going to say Giants, uh, Giants 28, Cowboys 25. Weird number. I know. 28-25. Dang. See, I don't like to do it. I don't like to do it. But if I have to, if I have to, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like 24-23. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking this game is like down to the wire and Gano just does Gano. You know oh, what I mean? Like, like, game winner, game winner. You're saying coming down with a minute left. Type I'm, calling of thing? A, I'm calling a walk off for Gano. Wow. Oh, God. Us giant fans, man. We're going to have heart attacks that whole, that whole drive. Really right off the, right out of the gates. We're going to deal with it. Oh my God. Hey, I want to put this up here because I, I have to put this up here to end the show. I won't make a comment. I will not make a comment, but I just wanted to throw that up there just in case anybody was reading. Um, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. I hope you guys kind of got a little better idea how we stack up against Cowboys. Um, and look, it's going to be a great year. Lock it in. It's going to take a little while for these guys to gel. We'll see you back here next Monday. Greg, if I could add one more thing that oh, happened yeah, before the show. Cole Beasley, who was – probably going to be on the 53 was put on injured reserve injured reserve on the practice squad, which is very strange. You don't see that often. So that applies just like if he was on the 53 roster, he has to be out a minimum of four games in turn. It looks like the giants are signing cam Sims, who was a receiver with Washington for the past four years. So he'll go to the practice squad and we'll have to wait on Beasley to see what happens in four weeks. That almost feels like a little bit of Victor Cruz, right? I mean, like yeah. 
But he's had you know, he's had that leg nagging leg injury, you know, going back a few weeks in training camp. But they said he was coming along. But you know, they're not releasing him. But he's going on the injured reserve. So I, I would still think we're going to see Beasley at some point on the fifty-three. Yeah, him, him with and Cup, by the way, Cooper yeah, Cup, yeah. Cooper Cup literally had to go to a, a hamstring specialist to find out why that. why he keeps pulling his hamstring. So you know, Beasley and, and Cup kind of similar type of receivers, right? I mean, don't get me wrong, Cooper Cup is four times better than Beasley, but. You know they're 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 smaller, shiftier guys. So um, shifty, but, right? Exactly. But, but good to know. Appreciate that 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 update. The Giants are a fairly healthy team going into this game. Um, so you you know, unlike where we normally limp into the first game, uh, we are you know, <laughs> knock on wood, we are fairly healthy. Let's go, Greg. Giants. That was your best line all night. I love it. You saved the best line for the end. Love it. All right. See you guys next week.